Hello, Harmony UK podcast on the road again. Uh, This is our 50th regular edition, and after all the drama about contests and administration and the flux at the top of Babs, which was reflected in the last special edition, I thought that this time we should get back to grassroots singing and the joy that it brings to all of us, and in particular in this edition, to barbershoppers in the easternmost part of England. Yes, we are off to East Anglia. Biggest walled city in the in the country, um, certainly a lot bigger than York, a lot bigger than uh, Chester. Welcome um, to the ancient and self-proclaimed fine city of Norwich. From here, from the top of the city hall steps, you can see the Guildhall, which was opened in 1404. Um, that's when Norwich was given the right to govern itself. You can see the spire of the cathedral in the distance, moving around clockwise. You've got the market in front of you with the um, War Memorial in front, the castle on top of the hill, and then going around, around to our right, you've got St Peter Mancroft Church. City tour guide John Davis surveying a panoramic view over what was once, in fact for several hundred years, was England's second city. Uh, Norwich is much hillier than I'd imagined, as the capital of a region famed for its broads, its fens, its big skies, and its level forests and farmland. And Barbershop Harmony here has a long history too. Norwich, in fact, has three barbershop choruses. There's Norwich Harmony, a Labs chorus, and the Babs Club Fine City Chorus. They are both more than 40 years old. And recently, they've worked closely to establish a new mixed-voice chorus called Mosaic. There'll be more about that later on, but our journey begins here with Fine City Chorus's Wednesday warm-up in the hall of a school not far from the city centre. Carol Logan and I'm the chorus director at Fine City Chorus. And, and you were telling me you, you've been here quite a while now. Yes, about 14 years. So you, you're in a, a good position to tell us about uh, Fine City Chorus. I mean, how would, how would you sum the chorus up? Um, they are a, a bunch of chaps that love to come on a Wednesday night and sing and have fun. We meet socially quite a bit. And we do quite a lot of working our sing-outs and that for charities, and, and they enjoy doing that. Where do you sing at? Oh, anywhere they'll have us. Um, from the train station to WI meetings. Once a year we do our own big chorus charity concert and invite the other two choruses, Norwich Harmony and Mosaic, to join us and generally raise uh, somewhere between one and £2,000 a year for charity. That sounds fantastic. I know, the, the name of the chorus as well, Fine City, which is something you see all over Norwich. It, 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 it is really the, uh, the sort of strapline for Norwich, isn't it, a fine city? Yes, it is. And actually, as you drive in on the city signs, you see Norwich, a fine city on the signs. That's where the name came from. Does that mean that civic pride and pride in, in, in the city that you come from plays an important part in this chorus? Well, I don't come from Norwich. Oh, no. where are you from? I'm from Lowestoft in Suffolk, so I'm across the border. That, 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 is that frowned on here? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> When it comes to football, yes. Oh, 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 the, the, they're all City fans here, though. Mostly for City fans, whereas we live in Suffolk, so we're Ipswich fans. Oh, is, is that something that I should raise with any other members of the chorus? Probably not. 
Let's stick to the singing then, because yes. you, you had a very good convention this year, didn't you? We did. We did the best, um, we got our best score ever, 65.6. Uh, we've been working hard on the singing and having fun with the uh, songs that we do at convention. And um, we came away very pleased with ourselves. Grab your coat and get your hat. Leave your worries on the doorstep. Just direct your feet. Sunny side of the street from Fine City Chorus's convention set in May at Babs in Bournemouth. It's a chorus with a keen sense of camaraderie and commitment where even the oldest of members seems to be up for something new. I've been singing lead until oh, a couple of years ago when Carol said to me, do you mind trying to sing bass because we're a little bit short of basses? So I'm transmogrifying myself into a bass gradually. And how's that going? Well, not too bad because I was finding it difficult to, to reach the high notes. Ken Mays, now into his 80s, has been singing with Fine City for the past four decades. 1981, I think. 1981? What, what, what brought you into barbershop all those years ago? Ah, well, um, a friend and colleague um, said to me one day, I've been going along to a, a, a chorus to sing and I'm really enjoying it. How about coming along? So I came along and, you know, joined, joined the chorus. Yeah. It's, it, was, it, was it a very different chorus then from what it is now? Um, y yes, it was. Um, for a start, it was quite smaller. And um, we used to learn the music, actually, at rehearsal. Rather than now, when we learn our music at home and come in, hopefully already knowing it. So you didn't have teach tracks and that kind of thing to take No, out. we didn't, not, not to start with. That must have been quite... I mean, how long did it take you to learn a song? Well, quite a while, really, yeah. And, and what was the first one you learned? Do you remember? Oh, oh, them golden slippers. Oh, right. <laughs> Which I don't think they sing anymore, do they? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, with us also Chris Durden, who... who um, in fact, you were a returner, aren't you? Well, yes, I started Barbershop with Putton of Shannon Express in about 1980, and I was there for a couple of years. Then my job with the RSBB brought me to Norwich, and then I joined uh, the Norwich Barbershop Singers. The name Fine City Chorus came along much later. And so when I came, uh, I joined this small group, including Ken, and it was separate from Babs. It was, wasn't uh, part of the big national organization. And I brought from Potton things like using a pitch pipe for tune-ups, and the idea of using risers. So that was uh, an innovation, really. And when I became chairman, uh, we then joined Babs, which didn't suit everybody, but I dragged the chorus, slightly kicking and screaming, in, into Babs. What were their reservations? This is fascinating. It was more that they wanted to be just a local social thing, performing to WIs and old folks' homes and so on, and maybe not take it quite so seriously. And, you know, it involves a certain amount of travel and, you know, concentrating on two songs for performance and so on. And getting much better, of course. Uh, but, you know, people did come along with the idea and it was, it meant that we joined the Babs Fold and people came to Norwich to help us improve. 
and that was good. And then I became a family man and work was very busy and so I gave up. So I retired and I left for more than 30 years. And then about five years ago, I saw Fine City Chorus singing in a local pub. And I thought, um, this is for me, I'm going to go back. And it was like going home. And the chorus had improved hugely. I could see that Carol understood Barbershop and was very inspirational. And it was a pleasure to come back into the fold and find that my old mate Ken was still here. Returner Chris Durden and Ken Mays. And Fine City is attracting new members too. Among them, Martin and Mark, who arrived via a recent Come and Sing in Harmony course. I just happened to be in the Forum in Norwich on a bank holiday and a group was singing a cappella in the Forum, in the, out in the open air. And I thought, yeah, I'll, I'll like to join them. And they, and they gave me a, a information and I joined. What's the Forum? It sounds very Roman to me. <laughs> it's a kind of yeah, it's a kind of square in Norwich, which, uh, yeah, by the library. Yeah. Uh, how about you then, Martin? Well, I was looking for something. I'm not singing. I do sing. I sing with musicals and things, but I haven't got anything on this time. So I was looking around for chorus work that I could do just to keep my voice in trim, and came across this Fine City Chorus on the website and uh, got in touch with them that way. Well, so you've both been here for what five, six weeks now? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. First impressions. Great, really, really great. Sociable, uh, the singing is fantastic. It's great. It's a great, great evening. Yeah. Yeah, they've done a lot to accommodate us. They've been very welcoming, very well organised, uh, and everything seems laid on for us. You know, music supplied and uh, and the structure of the rehearsals has, has been very kind to us and very generous and welcoming. So, very easy to slide in. I'm interested. You say you've been doing um, singing with different groups and, and and maybe in musicals as well in yes. the past. How, how does that compare with barbershop? Is it is this this style a little bit strange to you? Uh, uh, no, it's not because I'm familiar with it and I like it a lot. Uh, um, What's different is when you're rehearsing a musical, you've got a six-month period, say. You know, you've got, your show is on November the 28th and, and you've got to start in April and, and you start and you work through it and you finish with a big bang at the end. Barbershop like this goes on and on and on forever. So that's, I've got to sort of pace my... I'm not quite used to the pacing of the rehearsals at the moment, so that's something that I've got to learn. MD Carol Logan says she's pleased with the new crop of singers. Yeah, that went really well. We had 13 gentlemen came, come along and at the moment we have uh, four from that 13 that have passed their auditions and there is another one or two that are in the background still trying. And, and what sort of audition? Is it, is it a tough audition? Do they have to sing in quartet? Do they, uh, how many songs do they have to sing? So they, they sing in quartet the song that we did for the Come and Sing course, which was Nevertheless. And, and then I give them two weeks to just learn Heart of My Heart. Uh, that's a, a really standard barbershop polecat. And if, if they can do that in two weeks, I think that shows good commitment. Absolutely, because it, if you've never sung in a group before and you've never sung in close harmony, even something like Heart of My Heart, that's quite an ask, isn't it, to learn it in two weeks and be able to sing it with, with three other guys? Yeah, it is. And the music team are really good and they'll pull them to one side in the break and, and get them to sing with them, you know, have a go rather than straight into the audition. Ken Mays recalls that it wasn't always like this. Way back, we never used to have auditions. Anyone came along and they were accepted into the chorus. And of course, um, you'd, you'd be singing and somebody alongside you would be singing perhaps a, an octave below you or singing the wrong words, you know. And I think it's, it improved the chorus massively when auditions were brought in. 
I'd like to support auditions because when I re-encountered Fine City Chorus, Carol said, if you're going to come back, there's an audition. And I thought, good, it means there's quality control. So you, you had to go through an audition this time to get back? Yes, I did, yes. But as a returning member, I'd like to think it was a little easier. Uh, but nonetheless, it's an important step. Yeah. Maybe I'm right and maybe I'm wrong and maybe I'm weak and maybe I'm strong but nevertheless I'm in And Fine City Chorus really can say that they've attracted members of all ages, including one nine-year-old who stayed for seven years before moving abroad with his family just a few weeks before this podcast was made. I'm indebted to the club chair, Bob Ledwich, who recorded on his mobile phone this with the now 16-year-old Oliver Wormstone just before his family's departure. First of all, Oliver, uh, nine is a young age to start singing barbershop what inspired you or encouraged you to do it well i went along to a concert at the local hall um when my mum was in the ladies choir and found the leaflet thought in half time i thought i'm like oh, well, i'll just try this and go along and see how it is and ended up staying there for seven years it's been absolutely brilliant i've enjoyed every minute of it it's been a real great addition to my life well, you've certainly been a great addition uh, to the chorus, and um, your voice has changed clearly in that time. What are you singing now? Well, I generally sing lead, but I'm transitioning to bass as my voice gets deeper. But initially, actually, I started out singing tenor in the first few months, so I've gone down nearly all the way. Now, anybody who's been to a Fine City Chorus concert knows that... Uh, most of us, uh, shall we say, mature <laughs> or extra mature. Um, how have you found being so young, being in a chorus uh, of mainly older men? I mean, it's been really nice, actually, to mix with a different age group of people. Because you get a very different perspective on life. And you hear a lot of different stories you don't necessarily hear from younger people. They're just a very interesting bunch of guys. Uh, and finally, uh, the music itself, uh, the singing, um, what has that done for you, do you think? I think it's just made me a more rounded person in general. It's just given me something to do every Wednesday evening. It's been really enjoyable and it's a great social um, place to go to. And it's just very fun musically as well. It sounds beautiful when it all comes together. Oliver Wormstone talking to Bob Ledwidge, who you'll also find singing lead with fellow chorus members Chris Tenor, Ian Bass and Adam Baritone in a quartet called Mustard. Um, um. She's real fine, my 409. She's real fine, my 409, my 409. Got together, I think, in 20, end of 2019. Then, of course, COVID hit, so we were a bit sort of stuck for a couple of years. But um, 
Yeah, we've been uh, singing together for four years. And we could meet under the rule of six, of course, and we were meeting in gardens out in the fresh air, so it was fine. <laughs> it was all we could do for a while. We performed at a big recent concert for, for charity in the middle of Norwich. Um, we'll be doing our regular Christmas pub run, which Ian loves researching and organising. So the four of us go around pubs in Norwich, uh, which have agreed to have us, and uh, just before Christmas we raise quite a lot of money for charity that way. And, and what about the way that you got together? Was it just within the chorus? Were you all singing in the chorus and then decided to form this quartet? Well, yes we were, and uh, to be honest, Chris came to me and said, would you care to join as bass? Would you like to join? So we gave it a try, didn't we? And it was more than that. I would try to form a chorus, and Ian overheard this and said, "Don't a quartet, you? Yeah, you quartet. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah." And Ian said, "Don't you dare leave me out, because he he, he sung quartet before, and yeah, he was keen, and, and you know you." Yeah, yeah. So enthusiasm counts for a lot. Mustard having a great deal of fun. And fun, says MD Carol Logan, is key to the character and success of Fine City Chorus. We work hard, but in that we try to laugh a lot. And if it goes wrong, if it, it, then, you know, the sky doesn't fall down, so we'll just give it another go. So um, we just if, if we don't have a laugh on a Wednesday evening, then it's not gone right. Well, on this Wednesday evening, the members of Fine City Chorus have been getting some coaching from Alison Thompson. So the only word that made me go, oh, that wasn't quite as good as the rest, was only. Oh, only. Only. Oh, it's an ovale. Only. Yeah. She's the musical director of the neighbouring women's chorus Norwich Harmony and Carol Logan in addition to her duties as Fine City's MD is also Alison's deputy at the ladies chorus. See I did tell you that the two choruses work closely together and as previously mentioned together they have formed a mixed voice chorus for the city. I asked Carol to tell us more. It was originally um, myself and a lady from Norwich Harmony and her husband from Fine City Chorus, and we were watching a mixed chorus in Spain. We'd gone to SABS, um, as it was then, and we three said, we'd like to have a go at that, all singing together, and we sat down over coffee, and Mosaic was born. Uh, that sounds amazing, and, and, and has, it, has it brought the other two choruses closer together? I th well, I think we were always really close together. Alison and I work really well together and we're good friends outside of chorus as well. Um, so I think it's always been, we've always been like that. Um, and what do you think the two choruses gain from that close working relationship? Well, we gain because we have Alison over here and she comes to coach us. Um, and uh, um, when I go into Norwich Harmony, you know, I've, I've got all the experience that I've had working with the boys as well, um, and then the mosaic and the different way the voices all fit together. We all learn different warm-ups, we share them. What about for the wider community? I mean, does, does it get Barbershop more noticed in Norwich, the fact that you're all working together rather than working individually on your, on your own plans all the time? When we do a big concert all together... Uh, the last one we had was in Peter Mancroft Church, which is in the, the city, in the centre of the city of Norwich. 
And um, lots of people uh, will see the signs outside the church who don't know about barbershop and didn't even know there was barbershop in Norwich. And that still happens. People still come to us and say, didn't know there was any barbershop in Norwich. So we're doing our best to get it out there. We sometimes go and sing in Norwich, busk in, in the city centre, just, just, just to get the name out there and, and to let people know we exist. The sound of Mosaic, recorded last year during the Mixed Chorus Contest at Babs Convention. We've plenty more to come in this Harmony UK podcast about barbershop harmony here in Norwich as we prepare for a visit to Norwich Harmony. They rehearse on a Thursday. For now, though, we're going to head south. from the huge, fine, swarming metropolis that is the city of Norwich, the fine city of Norwich, uh, we've come about 40 or 50 miles away to rural Suffolk, um, to a village not far from the marshy banks of the mouth of the River Orwell. This is Freston. As you can hear, it's, well, it's very quiet. However, uh, we're at the village hall in Freston. Here it is. Here's the, uh, the locked door. I'm hoping that someone is going to turn up very soon because I'm told there is a rehearsal for Suffolk's newest chorus this evening. Keep your fingers crossed. Well, developments, there's a car pulled up. I wonder if we're in luck. Mm. Good evening. Hello, you're not with um, the, uh, the, the chorus here tonight, I are you? I am. Ah, hello, I'm John, I make podcasts. Hello, John. Which is why I'm putting a microphone in your direction. You are? My name is Karen. And, and for people who are listening, just tell us who's practising here tonight. Well, it's the night of rehearsal for East Coast Collective. And East Coast Collective is a mixed chorus, a fairly young one, um, that's been established here for about four years. I'd better let you go and park, hadn't I, really? Well, I can't get in until someone arrives. Oh, no! Oh, I, I, thought, I think I had a magic key to lift this barrier, you see. <laughs> I'm waiting on somebody to arrive. Um, somebody's probably gone to get them, because they did say try and be here just after seven, so... Right. Patience is a virtue. Find it where you can. Seldom in a woman, but never in a man. <laughs> Absolutely. Whose pigs are these? They are John Potts. You can tell them by the spots. And I found them in the vicarage garden. We're going to go with anger this time. And whose pigs are these? Whose pigs are these? They are John Potts. You can tell them by the spots. And I found them in the vicarage garden. We go for joy. Whose pigs are these? Whose pigs are these? 
Well, before long, someone did arrive with the keys to the hall, and East Coast Collective's Monday night rehearsal was underway. Ben Topless is the musical director. I was one of the four founders, and we were all a part of the VIPs, the men's chorus. And I'd always wanted to start a mixed chorus ever since I was part of subs when I was at university, uh, the Sheffield University Barbershop Singers. And I was always quite keen to start a mixed chorus, and so I found, by chance, a couple of members um, that wanted to do the same, and that's how it came about. And how easy or how difficult was it to get a mixed chorus up and running from scratch here? It was challenging uh, to begin with, but we all knew people that were quite keen in the area to get a mixed chorus going. And so I think that was the driving factor, was kind of, you know, unifying male and female singers. Because um, we didn't, we weren't really aware of a mixed chorus in the area that existed, so we wanted, we thought, why not set one up? And your, your, your new members, are they, they people who've never sung before, or are they coming from other choirs in the area? Uh, so we invite anyone and everyone. Um, so some of them have had singing experience from years gone by. Some uh, have had barbershop singing experience in the past. Some are just musicians. Um, but there's quite a variety in our chorus, certainly. So is there an audition to pass? Uh, no auditions, no. Um, we'll do a brief uh, vocal range check at sort of the first or second rehearsal. But other than that, we like to think that we can help people to get up to the standard um, that we'd like them to be at. Um, and we try and support them as much as we can. Our embodiment is just we, just, we just like to have fun. We want it to be enjoyable for everyone. And we're, we like to think that we're an all-encompassing uh, chorus. And I think that shows in the, the age range that we have, the ability that we have. Anyone is welcome. And we just want to make it an enjoyable time. And... We want it to sound good as well. Let's go from the start of that section, so... Weather-wise, 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 weather-wise... One, two, three! Though there's still quite a new chorus, life for East Coast Collective has been eventful. Uh, for example, they used to rehearse every week above a pub in Manningtree. Sounds ideal to me. Uh, why change? Andy Goodwin is the chorus chair. It was ideal because you'd walk in, you'd have to walk past the bar. So everyone would get a pint and go up and then start the rehearsals. But then it just... I, don't know, I think the feeling was this was a... It'd be better if we had a hall rather than above a pub. And Manningtree was... The idea was it was supposed to be the Ipswich area. And Manningtree was down, you know, further down the road. Just across the border in Essex, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's just in Essex. So then one of the girls that sings with us, she lives not far away, and part of the committee of the hall. So she got us this place. Which is, which is, which is a lovely hall with great acoustics. You, you've got a colleague here. Who, who am I speaking to? I'm Lou. I'm the secretary of the ECC. Oh, right. And, and what part do you sing with? Lead. Okay. I haven't asked you what part you sing, Andy. A uh, bass. You're, you're a bass, right. Okay. So we've got a, a lead and a bass. Lou, how long have you been with the chorus? Since day one. Since day one? Yeah. So, so you... Four years. Yeah. So would it be fair to say you were the first female member of this chorus? Uh, there was a couple of us that night, but I'm the only one still here. <laughs> and, and what was it that, that decided you that the, these, these four guys that started it off were, were the people you really wanted to sing with? Well, I already knew them, and I, I'd, I'd already listened to them singing with their male chorus, so when they said we're starting a, a mixed chorus, I'm, yes, I'm in, I want to be there.
My name's Karen, I live in Hadley, which is about 10-12 miles away from where we rehearse, and I'm a tenor. And we also have a bass? Uh, yes, a uh, bass with this lot, tenor with the VIPs. <laughs> and your name's My name's Brian, and uh, I'm one of the founder members of the group, and I come from Sudbury. From Sudbury, which is which is quite a long way away, isn't it? It's about 30-40 minutes, I suppose, yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Do, pe do people then come from, from all over Suffolk? Because I suppose there's a, a little bit of a dearth of barbershop here, and it's just one or two choruses. Yes, I think people are prepared to travel quite a long way. We have um, folk from Woodbridge, and we certainly have a number from Stowmarket, or even just beyond. Well, let's let's start with the uh, uh, the more senior member of the uh, of, of the chorus among the two of you. Then, Brian, you 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 moved from the VIPs and started singing with this chorus as well, didn't you? Uh, yeah, not moved from VIPs, but started with the VIPs, and, and we just uh, decided that there was some ladies that needed and wanted to sing. And uh, it was a good opportunity to set something new up. And you were volunteering to sing with them, of course. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I love harmony. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm passionate about harmony. I'm a, I'm a fanatic about it, to be honest with you. Th this means, of course, that you're singing in two choruses rather than one. How do you find the time for that? Um, I tend to sort of squeeze it in between that and the two quartets that I'm in as well. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> A glutton for punishment. Yeah, no. I, well, I'm retired, so I'm just basically sort of doing this all sort of as basically my life. It's it's music's always been my life. It's it's always been there. So, and Karen, you are you are one of the newer members of of, of the chorus. What was it that attracted you to the uh, to, to East Coast Collective? Well, I'm good friends with Lou, um, who um, has also been involved from the very beginning, and uh, she and I used to work together, and she suggested I come along one night, and uh, I came and loved it and have stayed ever since. It's been coming up for a year now. Why do you love it? I very much enjoy the camaraderie of the group. I enjoy the high expectations of the musical director, and I find that we can make real improvement, and it's lovely when you hear yourselves getting better. Did you have singing experience before this? A little bit of singing, um, church choirs, and um, I sang in um, a four-part choir, and I, I've, I've sung since I was a child, but um, barbershop was brand new to me, and it's a lot of fun. The hard thing for me was getting my head round that it's not soprano, alto, tenor, bass, and I'm singing tenor, so that was a, a strange one to begin with. I, I don't know, for me there is just a sense of fun about it all, and, and it's really important that we enjoy ourselves, and I think we all do. And as with the other choruses we're hearing from in this edition, part of the fun involves friends getting together to sing in quartet. Oh, it's a brand new day and we're here to say We're gonna sing all out tonight Out tonight, some old, some new Some how do you do? We'll even try a tag That's right, that's right For a holiday we'll come this one, Bad Boys, involves Brian and Ben, along with Andy and Daniel, who explains how it came about pretty much by chance. So basically, it was, um, it was my idea to sign us up for the um, open mic night at the um, Babs convention in, what was it, Bournemouth? Because it was just a case of... It, it, was, it was billed as this open mic night where anyone could come and do anything. And it got to the point in the evening where it just seemed like all of the big top gold medal winning quartets or choruses were doing stuff. So I figured, sod it, you know, I'm just going <laughs> to sign us up and see how it goes. And yeah, and so these three were wanting to kill me afterwards, I think. But <laughs> I think they had drunk quite a lot of beer before they got up on the stage, otherwise they wouldn't have done it. I was halfway across the convention centre with a beer in my hand and I got caught up on stage. I was like, ah, go, go back to the stage. <laughs>
um, we uh, because it's basically Ben, Brian, Andy, and Dan. Dan came up with this gorgeous idea of calling us the b -b bad boys. <laughs> Yeah, with the initials from our, from our first name. So he was put on the spot, he said, what are you called? And he went, um, um bad boys. <laughs> and so the name's going to stick, is it? Yeah, why yeah, not? Yeah. Are, are you going to do stuff in the future? Are you, gonna, are you planning to go out and, 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 and get... Go on, tell we, we, might, we might compete next year at Babs. <laughs> we might compete. Um, we might just throw it in and see if we can not come last. <laughs> <laughs> Bad Boys there, a quartet where the enjoyment of getting together to ring some chords uh, seems to outweigh the importance that others might place on pleasing judges and winning points. Indeed, when the whole chorus competed in the Babs Mixed Voice contest in Bournemouth, they were placed ninth out of ten competitors. I asked MD Ben Topless whether, as a small non-audition community group, they feel at a disadvantage when competing with much bigger choruses who draw their singers from across the UK and even sometimes from abroad. I mean, we didn't really go to convention with the aim of beating certain choruses. We didn't look to certain choruses and think, oh my goodness, like we've got no chance of beating them. We wanted to do the best that we did, um, do the best that we could, um, and just put on a good show for people. And I think we achieved both of those things. Um, enjoy it, yeah. Um, and I think it was an enjoyable experience for the people that went there for the first time. And I think that's what we wanted. We wanted people to get bitten by the barbershop bug. And I think they were. Do you think there's much difference then? I mean, uh, between the... Um, in, in terms of their, their outlook and their, their approach to things, um, between a, a community chorus like this, you draw singers from all over Suffolk, but they're all sort of within 30, 40, 50 minutes drive. And a chorus like Endeavour or EQ, who got singers who are very enthusiastic, who, who travel from all over the country and have got the time and the money to do that. I mean, it is, it is very different. I think a lot of choruses are kind of morphing into that, where they have sort of a, a retreat day or a retreat weekend. But that's not really what we wanted to do when we set up the chorus. We wanted it to be uh, about the, the community as much as anything else. And I think if we were to switch rehearsals to uh, retreat days or weekends, it, it wouldn't have the same uh, enthusiasm or passion as it does as it does now. I don't think the people would know each other as well. And I think that is just as important as... Um, like improving our singing standard. So the meeting week after week is, is important to the lifeblood of the chorus? Absolutely it is, yeah. What are your ambitions now for uh, East Coast Collective? Well, we are a little uncertain at the moment. We'd like to do more sing-outs, for, for sure, as Andy alluded to. Um, we are thinking about going back to convention next year, but it's not a given yet. But we are having a bit of a reshuffle um, with regards to the sort of rep that we're learning, we'd like to sort of boost the key a little bit um, so that we're not doing largely men's... You're singing things in, in, in men's keys at the moment? Uh, largely, yeah, and we like sort of sing in men's key but then boost it slightly. I think going forward we quite like the idea of doing stuff in mixed key or women's key but then bringing that down rather than doing stuff in men's key and putting it up. What's the advantage to you for doing, doing that that way? Um, I think... 
it kind of increases the range of repertoire that we could get. I think um, I could be wrong, but I think there's a lot more uh, contemporary and modern songs that arrange for women's choruses rather than men's choruses. Like originally, I think Dancing in the Dark was actually arranged for Steel City Voices and then was adapted for Hallmark of Harmony rather than the other way around. So I think it has that advantage. One, two, three. Bruce Springsteen's Dancing in the Dark, concluding our excursion to Preston Village Hall and East Coast Collective. So, from a Monday evening near Ipswich, uh, let's return to Norwich, where, almost inexplicably, it's a Thursday, and our tour with guide John Davis has reached the Norman Cathedral. This is the Erpingham Arch um, on the entrance into Norwich Cathedral. It was named after... Thomas Erpingham, Sir Thomas Erpingham, who was the chief archer at the Battle of Agincourt. He was the one that gave the order to fire, and that's when 5,000 British archers put to flight 30,000 Frenchmen. If you look at the arch, on the outside of the arch, you've got a line of saints, which are all female, and on the inside of the line of the arch, you've got all the male saints, because in medieval times, it was thought men were closer to God than women, so they needed to be on the inside and closer to the cathedral. Not an attitude you'll find these days, I'm glad to say, and certainly not in this city's barbershop community, where the male and female choruses use the very same rehearsal venue, and therefore they rehearse at equal distances from the cathedral. We're at the Norwich Harmony rehearsal, around 40 women in the chorus, and with them this evening, some other familiar faces. Hello, John. I'm Alison Thompson. I'm the musical director of Norwich Harmony. And, and you've got a full house tonight, haven't you? We've got a very full house tonight, yes. Most of the girls are here. And we've got visitors from East Coast Collective, one potential new member, and of course you. So, so yes, uh, quite, quite a lot going on. I hope we're... Uh, uh, not interrupting too much with the, with the podcast. Thanks for talking to us. I know you've got an awful lot going on, but just tell us about the purpose of tonight. Well, the purpose of tonight is actually several fold because we unfortunately had to cancel last week because of the weather or the rain. Um, people didn't want to travel because some of our members come from about 30 or 40 miles away. So um, they didn't want to travel. So we cancelled last week, which would have been our post-convention celebration. So that's tonight as well. You coming is part of tonight. East Coast 
collective were already booked in and we thought we might as well just throw everything at it. So when a friend of mine said, could she come and have a listen and see if she wants to join, we thought, why not? The more the merrier. <laughs> and, 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 and to add to all of that, you're learning a brand new song, I gather. Yes, we've had this music for a little while, um, but we're waiting until after convention to start it. And it just seemed like such a good opportunity to give um, visiting members just something brand new to try with us. I'll be home for Christmas. That's correct, yes. <laughs> Bell calls. So we'll go da 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 ah, oh, okay? Christmas is, is only, well, right. as we speak now, we're, we're yes. about seven weeks away from Christmas Day. So in order to get out and sing this, you're going to have to learn it fairly quickly. Well, we are, yes. We reckon that we'll get the learning done in two weeks and then we'll spend some time polishing it. But we have a regular Christmas performance at a church local to here. They have us back every Christmas and that's actually on the 9th of December. So we need to be off page for that. <laughs> well, I, I wish you good luck with it. Just tell us about the chorus more generally. I mean, it, it, it sounds like a, a lot of fun and it does sound like it. you are extremely busy as well. Uh, well, we are busy in that we love rehearsing together and we've just come back from convention. So it's a little bit of a lull, but then there's always the wind up for Christmas when you're a labs chorus and you've had convention in October. Um, we are a sociable bunch. We have various other things going on, but... Generally, it's a Thursday night and we have a good time. A couple of convention songs that you've just performed now, That's Life and A Nightingale Sang. I mean, when you, when you look for a convention set, apart from all the usual stuff about contestability and everything, what, what is the sort of thing that you're looking to perform? We really like trying to tie our songs together. Uh, back in 2019, just before COVID, we did a pirate set and we had a song arranged for us, Christopher Wave was arranged for us by Nick Bryant and we sang that, sang that along with Old Cape Cod and we tied it together as a package of pirates going out to sea and um, the spoils of whatever it was they were doing but we were really empowered women pirates and we brought we, we took the Old Cape Cod song as sailing home and getting that first glimpse of land over the horizon of the sea on the final chords of the song. So we really like to put a story behind what we do. And these two songs that we just sang, we, the idea was that everybody was at my party and we were just singing about life um, with maybe an older member of the party when somebody had complained, the older member saying, well, listen, honey, that's life. And then for Nightingale, um, somebody who's just found young love and asking whether love at first sight can happen and us saying, yeah, let me tell you about what happened to, her, to me.
My name's Annie. Uh, I started singing with the chorus 40 years ago. I read an advertisement in the local paper. So asking, they were looking for people who could sing high. So I went along and I was a tenor. And two weeks later, I was the only tenor and on my first sing out. Being the only tenor two weeks later, I think I was winging it quite a bit. Barber shedding, uh, it, they call it. Absolutely, <laughs> wood shedding, yes. Yes, wood uh, shedding. And, and, and doing it splendidly, I'm ah, sure. Ah, well, I don't know. <laughs> Do you remember what the song was? No, uh, I could have been something about some birds. No, I can't remember. Uh, okay. That's 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> and are you still singing tenor in the chorus? No, no. I then sang lead, and then I have sang Barry. For only one year did I sing Barry. And I, I directed the chorus for about 13 years. So you tend to sing lead more than anything else then. And then when Alison took over, I've been singing bass ever since. So going back 40 years, I mean, was the chorus brand new at the time? Were you, were you among no, the original was, members? No, I'm not one of the original members. I think it had been going about a year or two years. So um, um, they were a very small chorus and they were just learning you know, how to sing barbershop, really. But many years ago, it, it's changed over the years, obviously, in lots of ways. Have you noticed the type of songs that you sing change, then? Yes, yes, uh, definitely, definitely. I mean, how has that changed? There were a lot of pa perhaps patriotic songs and Negro songs and things like that, which we don't sing anymore. Um, I mean, we're be now beginning to sing more modern songs as well. We've, we've got some marvellous arrangers in the barbershop uh, field. Um, we've been singing a lot of um, modern songs that have been arranged for us, yes. T tell us about some of the songs in the current chorus repertoire, then. What, what, what are your personal favourites? My personal favourite? Um, this is me, taken from... Um, the Greatest Showman. We sang that for a local hospice as their um, sort of signature tune, which was wonderful, and that was recorded for them. Sugar Plum Fairy at Christmas time, which I absolutely love. I think Alan Alison hates it. Because <laughs> <laughs> is, is there choreo and all sorts of things going oh, on? Oh, well, we put it in, whether she wants it or not. <laughs> it sounds like a fun chorus to belong to. Oh, it is very, very much so, and, and very supportive um, of everybody within the chorus. Yes, very. Have things changed? Has the dynamic changed at all? Because I know that both the the, the, the this chorus and Fine City Chorus, a lot of people in both choruses now sing in mosaic, which must uh, must give you all an extra dimension. Yes, I sing in mosaic, and I think that's marvellous as well. It is great, yes. It's just nice, yes. What, what do you get out of that, that mixed chorus? Something different. Uh, we only meet once every month or, or so, although with an extra rehearsal in between time for the, for the sections. Um, 
it is just another just another feel just another <laughs> layer of enjoyment new different songs different way of singing uh, cuz I sing lead in, in mosaic rather than bass because all the men sing bass <laughs> <laughs> And, and, and in terms of, of this chorus, I mean, you, you've just come back from, from Lab's convention. It was, uh, how was it for you? It was fun. You know, it what really was fun. We were a teeny bit disappointed in our results, which, we, you know, we, we were, but um, that's life. <laughs> <laughs> As the song says. Yeah, and we had a marvellous time, yes. That's life, but not quite as the song was performed on the contest stage. As part of their annual post-convention celebrations, it is traditional for Chrissy, one of the chorus members, to come up with a parody lyric. So that's the parody, and here's an excerpt from the actual contest performance, which though some chorus members say they were a little disappointed, still scored more than 70%. There were a fair number of first-timers among the Norwich Harmony contingent on stage at Lab's convention in Harrogate. On the risers, they're known as the Springers because these new singers joined the chorus last spring. And this is the point where I'm afraid I have to apologise to the half-dozen Springers who took time to speak to me at the rehearsal that Thursday evening because I'm afraid our conversation didn't record. I think... It was actually my fault for hitting the wrong button and I am really sorry because there was a lot of excitement and a lot of positivity from that group. But I did have much better luck recording one of the chorus's quartets. Tree. Singing. Baritone. I'm Carol. I sing lead. 
I'm Ruth, I sing bass. And I'm Katie, and I sing tenor. And, and, and Carol, we've met you at uh, Fine City Chorus. It's a very close-knit place, Norwich, but t- t- tell us the name of this quartet. This quartet is called Splash. Splash, wonderful name, and, and tell us how you all got together. Oh, well, at the end of lockdown, when we were allowed to get together in groups of uh, about six to sing outside, we decided to sing in like local areas. And we were kind of roughly in the same part of the county, so we all just got together, um, sang in Carol's garden. It sounded amazing, so we just stayed together and uh, decided to take it forward. So, What did the neighbours think? Well, I had some lovely comments from the neighbours <laughs> from over the fence because obviously we couldn't meet them because we were still not allowed to, to only meet in small groups and, and from across the fence came, that was really lovely. <laughs> so can you remember, what, what was the first song that you, you all practised together? Get Happy was the first one that we ever tried. But we don't sing we that. We don't sing that, no. It was Wonderful World, wonderful wasn't it? World, Which was really yeah. apt after being in lockdown to then sing about something, you know, the world being a fantastic and marvellous place. Absolutely brilliant, yeah. And, and, and do, you, do you tend to pick songs that are, that are in the chorus rep or do you go for your own, your own stuff? We tend to go for our own stuff. We've picked up one or two that have been sung by members of the quartet before, but, uh, yeah, generally we like to choose our own. Yeah. Were, you, were you competing at Labs last, uh, last uh, month? We would have loved to have been competing at labs this year and last year, um, but the lovely COVID got in the way. Oh no! Who got COVID? Um, First year, I I was me, and then last year Ruth didn't have a voice at all. Oh no, two years in a row. Yeah, you can't sing in quartet without one of your parts, so um, (laughs) slightly challenging. (laughs) Oh, well, 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 let's let's hope that it leaves you all alone next year so that you can go back to labs and compete. (laughs) Absolutely. And and, and what are you doing in the meantime? What's what's, what's next up for Splash then? Um, We will sing at the Christmas concert um, in um, December. And we have um, a retreat planned for ourselves in January. We have a little concert of our own in May next year, again, and then prelims. So busy, busy. Can I ask you, because Ruth, you're, you're, the, you're the chair of the club, aren't you? Yes, I am, yeah. What, what difference does it make to a club to have one or two quartets? Now, I think there is, there is more than one in Norwich Harmony with, within your ranks on the rise. Yeah, there's Scarlet Moon as well, but they can't be here tonight because one of them is uh, poorly and just had an operation, so bless her. Um, it makes a huge difference because it just builds your confidence on your part, doesn't it? And I think you, when you sing in quartets and you've got lots of quartets in a chorus, everybody builds that confidence and... Uh, it makes a huge difference to the overall sound of a chorus. December turns to June and smiles a little daydream. It would be amazing. Wouldn't it be wonderful if everybody gave a The sound of the quartet Splash Tree, Carol, Ruth and Katie with the song 
Wouldn't it be wonderful? And if you're trying to place why you know it and where you've heard that song before, yes, it was the John Lewis Christmas hat back in 2020. A lovely song, and it brings us to the conclusion of our visit to East Anglia. Though a very enjoyable visit, I hope you'll agree, it was by no means a comprehensive one. Uh, the region has many other excellent barbershop choruses. Uh, for labs, there's Cambridge Harmony, there's Rhapsody and Synchronicity, who are both in Peterborough, and in Colchester, you'll find Chorus Iceni. Among Bab's male voice choruses, there's Peterborough's Hereward Harmony. There's Ooze Valley Chorus in Huntingdon and Shannon Express in Biggleswade, with the mixed voices of Black Cat Harmony just down the road in the Bedford area, where you'll also find Phoenix Chorus of Sweet Adeline's Region 31. I suspect another trip to the eastern counties may well be on the cards in future. Uh, for now, though, a huge thanks to everyone at East Coast Collective, at Norwich Harmony and at Fine City Chorus for all their help with this Harmony UK podcast. And also a huge thank you to you for listening. If you too are preparing for Christmas sing-outs, may they all be joyful, festive, exciting and harmonious occasions. And with celebrations to look forward to, it's a very happy Christmas, happy Hanukkah, and a happy new year to all. See you in 2024. Look forward to that. Until then, from me, John Beasley. Bye-bye.